News Talk ZB, talking about this Gloraval decision and what it means for volunteers. Uh, Catherine Dalzell is a senior barrister specialising in employment law. She joins us now. Hello, Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Hey, good afternoon. So in your view, this does set a precedent and I guess raise a lot of concerns for organisations that rely on volunteers. Absolutely, yes. This is a While this does uh, deal with established law in New Zealand, uh, it's given us a, um, a much clearer statement of what this means for organisations, particularly where there is a religious element to it. Catherine, I'm, I'm reading this text on behalf of a bunch we've received. You're an expert. This is your field of expertise. You'll appreciate this nationwide show has all manner of so-called experts. <laughs> so, <laughs> Including us. <laughs> so it says... The Gloryvale case has a distinct and unique set of circumstances, therefore it is entirely unlikely you're being a scaremonger, Simon, to apply to any other voluntary roles you've mentioned. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, look, I, I actually think that, that, believe it or not, there is a level of expertise in that because um, I, I think that, that there is a point to be made that the, that, that the standard voluntary work that we do for charities, churches and things like that um, that will, will not be captured by this judgment. So uh, we're still allowed to be volunteers and, and to do our good works in the community. But the, um, the but what this is is a challenge even to those organisations and to other ones where we're to all of these sorts of voluntary organisations. Which what, what's the real nature of the relationship? Is this just a um, you know a voluntary situation where I go down to help my local community? Or is it something more? And 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 what I think is quite a well-crafted judgment. The uh, judge Ingalls just goes through and sort of says these are the things that really influence this decision, including a commercial imperative um, about uh, working so that the community was uh, um, able to earn significant sums of money. What about the age issue? Is there an age limit on when this can all apply, or when it should apply? What the court said is no, and so she was assessing work that was being undertaken by the um, plaintiffs um, from the age of six yeah. to twelve years of age, and then and, and did that from there. Now, what was an interesting argument, and I think your listeners will be interested in this, is the um, uh, is the uh, idea of chores. So what what uh, the community argued was that they just had chores to do, and the judge said, oh no, it went well beyond that. This wasn't making them empty the dishwasher, and oh, she didn't say it like this. But this mm. isn't about them emptying the dishwasher and putting out the rubbish. But 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 it was it was more. This was this was work that the children were expected to do, and they were disciplined, including withholding food for heaven's sake, mm. um, um, uh, before um, while they um, in order to make money for the community. Um, and the argument was also advanced, well, that was so they could participate in the benefits of the community, but that doesn't appear to have been the case. The benefits are getting food, shelter, community activities and things like that, and um, I would have thought those were basic human rights. Where does it leave work experience, the old-fashioned uh, you know, work experience or internships then? Oh, great question, because... In some cases, employers will, will give people work experience and it's clear there is a, that they are there as a volunteer. Uh, it's for a short period of time, um, the issue of control, integration with the business and, and financial contribution really isn't there. You know, if somebody just comes in to do work experience for a week, 
but it does raise issues about those longer-term arrangements. And this, this has happened when the plaintiffs became older and, and got to the age of 16, where they were doing sort of work experience agreements. And uh, again, the um, community tried to argue that that was just a work experience. But they were working huge hours per week, well over 40 hours per week, mm. uh, again, to for the community to uh, commercially sell what the, the, the products of their work. And they were um, uh, they certainly weren't in any training. They got no certificate at the end of it. Yeah. Um, those sorts of things. So really well set out in the judgment. What, a, what about, the, you mentioned the, the number of hours. So I guess... For me, being a layperson, it's kind of like I almost want a number of hours set in place that says beyond that, it's not voluntary, it's actually employee mm. status. Mm. See, there's a, we've got a text from a hospice worker who loves what they mm. do, but it's, at times the work is gruelling, they said, and they work in excess of 40 hours volunteering every week. So where does it leave a place like that? Well, again, that would be part of the whole matrix of what's going on there, including control, you know. Uh, can they just walk away from that? Um, uh, you know, sort of what are the arrangements? And is, is this effectively an employment relationship rather than uh, just a voluntary arrangement? But the hours will come into it. Uh, and, um, you know, sometimes these, these young folk were working um, 50 to 60 to 70 hours a week. Uh, mm. And and that, that suggests, and, and, and but part of that was, was the control. Um, it also, the sad thing about me, on October every year we celebrate the 40-hour working week yeah. um, uh, and I don't think there was anything to celebrate here. No. And look, we've got 30 seconds left, but does it strike you as odd that one decision um, basically said they were volunteers and then the employment court rules that they were not? Is that is that commonplace to have that complete contrary view? Well, yes, because no, we have to, you get you get five lawyers in a room, you've got five different opinions. Right, right. Um, not okay. surprising. Not surprising. You've got what's going on here. But yeah, no. Um, this is uh, this is a key part of the decision is for the uh, Department of Labor or the Labor Inspectorate mm. to now go and review their assessments because the employment court has said they got it wrong. So All good right. to get your expertise, Kathy. Yes. Thank you for your time. Absolute pleasure. Lovely to talk to you guys. Kelvin Dalzell, senior barrister specialising in employment law. Really interesting chat, eh? I'll say. Mm.